about what a person may be living through, about what a person is all about. Make absolutely no assumptions about that. Also, make absolutely zero assumptions about the way someone else will respond to something that you say that is that you're trying to keep a secret, that you don't necessarily reveal to everyone when, upon meeting them. In fact, before I go any further, if this, is your, if this is your first time listening to the Move Swiftly podcast, welcome to the show. Great to have you. And to my regular listeners, you already know, we get right into it. And today I want to talk to you about making the assumption that somebody is going to, or the problem, let me not say making, I'm going to talk to you about the problems when in life we start assuming that we know the way someone's going to react to a particular vulnerability or the, a particular dream, a particular goal, a particular thing that you want to do. We do a, we do this a lot and it keeps us from growing. It keeps us from getting to our next phase of life. It keeps us really bottled up. It keeps us really bottled up. It keeps us from really taking our talents, our abilities, our whatever it is we're trying to do. It keeps us from taking our steps to the next level. Because we're assuming that if I tell someone this, this person's going to react like this, and this person's never going to speak to me again. And we're, we're actually, even if that is the case, we're looking at that as if it's a negative thing. We have the mistake. We make the mistake. A lot of people make the mistake of looking at that and saying that that's negative. And it's, it really is not anything negative about you telling someone hey, look, I'm going through this right now. I'm struggling with this. I'm trying to do this. And if that person doesn't want to be in your life because of something that you shared, then you don't want that person around you anyway. All right. And we, we have got what my goal for this episode, my goal for by the end is for the, by the end of this episode, for you to completely stop doing it. Never, ever, ever hide your realities. Never, never, ever hide your truth and hide the things that you are are really hurting inside. I mean, I remember Jay-Z, Jay, and I'm, I'm pretty sure I said this on either, it was either the show or on one of my videos on YouTube, is I remember Jay, there's, there's a quote by Jay-Z says, we cannot heal from what we don't reveal. All right, I'm going to say it again nice and slow. We cannot heal from what we do not reveal. All right. And what the reason, what got me on this topic today is because as, as someone who has been forced to live out of his car, all right, and this isn't, this isn't the first time that I've lived out of my car. I, I, know, I, I know that it's, as a 33-year-old man, 
that telling people that I, hey, I live out of a car or I chose to live out of a car because I have this business idea. I wanted to save money and put my money into my business. I'm single and I had my own apartment. You know, all the explanation that all the very, very logical explanations and very understandable explanations I have for living out of a car, for deciding, making the conscious decision to live out of my car so I'll have more money to put towards the business that I'm that I currently run. All of that makes sense. All of that makes complete sense. And for the longest time, it was difficult for me to actually tell people that. For the longest time, it was difficult for me to actually admit that and tell people all about, you know, how I make it work, how when I was 24, I lived out of a car for a couple months and, you know, getting used to that, just understanding that if I don't have the money to buy a house and have my own apartment, how much money that cost me, all that stuff, everything. If I was to break everything down and listen, when I first got to South Florida, I worked at a gym that had a couch in the back. So I didn't need to pay rent. There was no incentive. And again, being single, all these things are, I'm able to do God's work because not having a, a place to stay is making it. So I have to focus on my business. I have to focus on women of God and things. All this stuff that I, I don't I don't want to dive too deep into right now because it, it's going to take it, I'll keep you on here for hours upon hours upon hours when it comes to the whole thing. All this stuff that I have when it comes to the the reasons and the ability, first of all, just having the ability to live out of a car, all of this stuff I know as logical reasons. However, to someone who is a potential, whether they, they don't even have to be a potential suitor, just someone who is of the opposite sex. In fact, I remember, and I, actually I'll start you off with this example. Uh, the book that I, my most recent book that I have about is a book titled The Six Figure Athlete. I'm a co-author to a book titled The Six Figure Athlete. And I remember putting in the chapter that I've lived out of my car and things of that nature. And I remember the editor, when I first went through the editor, the editor of the book was reading the story and she could not imagine, like she couldn't imagine spending one night living out of a car versus spending almost three years living out of a car, right? That, 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 that's the difference in perspective. There's a difference in perspective. And she was telling me, you know, that, that needs to be at the forefront of the chapter and telling people all about it and stuff like that. However, it is a vulnerability of mine because I know, especially if we're talking about the opposite sex, especially if we're talking about a potential suitor, the minute I tell certain, certain women that I live out of a car, immediately they want no explanation. They don't care how much money I have. They don't care about my business. They don't care about anything else I'm doing. The only thing they heard was he lives out of a car. He ain't for me. That, that's the way some people think. And for the longest time, I looked at that as something negative and it wasn't it wasn't until i kind of tallied up and revealed and i not only that but i mean there there are people who've come on this very show and have openly admitted to living out of a car for an extended period of time there are people that have been on this show who have talked about other folks who've lived out of a car there there's one of my huge mentors steve harvey who has openly admitted in front of millions of people that He's lived out of a car for three years when he was trying to get on as a comedian and get on TV. So the, the, the time has come, the time has come for me to explain to you guys what 
why I decided to do it, why I decided to do it, first of all, and, and explain to you guys how much of a benefit it has been to me, how much it has helped me propel me. And as someone who's 33, most of the people, well, at least as of this recording, I'm 33. By the time this episode comes out, it'll probably be, I'll probably be somewhere near my 34th birthday. The, the majority of men and the majority of men and women my age are struggling in ways that you will never realize. They, and and I, I say that, I say that because I know it for a fact, all right? They're struggling in ways that you would never realize because they decided to live with a person. They decided to go and pay rent somewhere. They decided to go get a house or go get, pay a mortgage or do whatever it is they were going to do. They decide to do that with a person that they're not married to. They decide to go out and put that financial pressure on themselves so they can afford a mortgage, they can afford rent, they can afford those things. I, I was blessed. I was blessed enough to be 24, 24 years old, trying, filled with ambition, trying to start this team in Ocean City and be forced to live out of my car while I was in Ocean City, Maryland. Having that, having that few months experience taught me as I got older that, look, if I really want something bad enough, I will make the sacrifices to go live out of a car if I need to. If there needs to be, a, if there, if there needs to be an extended period of time, there's a job offer that, that comes. And this is actually, this is exactly what happened. For the longest time when I got to South Florida, I was lucky enough to be sleeping out of the nine round gym that I worked for. There was a couch in the back. And I was blessed in that regard to be able to, to live in the back. But then me and that situation just stopped working out because of COVID. And I got a better job offer making more money and making money as a teacher specifically. And now I have books out. I have intellectual property out that I can sell these books to learning centers and all those sorts of things. But the one, the one kind of caveat with making that decision was the fact that I was going to have to leave that gym at nine round and go and actually find a place to stay. And I was 32. I was 32 when I got that job offer. And at the uh, 32, when I got the job offer at, for the learning center that I'm currently a teacher at. And when I had to make that decision, I thought back to being 24. I thought back to being 24, 25. And that few months that I lived in a car and I said, you know, I can do that again. I can do that again because of all the sacrifices I had made to that point. All right. And I want you guys to be very, I want you guys to be very clear about that. If you do not, if you do not, if you do not have a goal, if you're not willing to sacrifice certain things, you're never going to get to whatever it is you say you want to get to. Every single person, I just said it, Steve, I mean, I, I could, Listen, I'll, I'll actually direct you to go listen to an episode titled Sports Philanthropy by, with Kayla Bradham. And she says it right there, plain and clearly, as clear as can be. She works with a ton of former athletes and tons of them have slept out of a car for a very extensive period of time. And they've gone on to have great, great lives. All right. I want you guys to be very clear on that because it, I am very reluctant and, and actually, by the time this comes out, I probably won't be like that. But I'm in many ways, I'm very hesitant towards telling people I do that. But but at the same time, I want people to know. Now. I want people to be very clear that 
this is how as one has progressed, meaning you have no excuses. And also, I want to tell you guys, so you take the whole living with a person, you take the relationship aspect of your life, you take the the dating and, you know, who you're going to be with, who you're going to build a family with and all that stuff. I'm telling you all this so you take it that much more serious. All right. The first person, the first person, I remember I was 19 years old and one of the first people that gave me advice on the real world or relationships and all that kind of stuff is a guy named Chris McGuire. And Chris was from South Carolina and he moved from South Carolina all the way to Maryland, I believe, because of his, it was a girlfriend he had at the time. And he was living with this girl without being married to her. And long story short, the situation between him and her got in just incredibly horrendous, bad, to the point where he had to move out his, his apartment and then to go find a roommate in a brand new state and a brand new area, not knowing anyone, didn't really have a business, had to go on a job hunt, all sorts of mess, all sorts of things that he could have, that would have been avoided would have been avoided had there been had there been an established uh, established marriage between him and this woman before he decided to live with her, right? Or had he decided, okay, look, I'm gonna save money on rent by sleeping out of my car and doing my thing and showering at the gym and doing all showering at the gym that I work at. Had he decided to do what I do, which is shower at the gym and you know do get all you know basically use the gym as your your bathroom <laughs> and he could have done that because he worked it had he decided to do what I did he would not have been in a situation where he was spending so much money to live with someone else you get what I'm saying so and I'm telling you that because I know for a fact that Chris never Chris never intended for that to happen however when you look at the world and what's the norm and what what we try to do in this world, he fell under that trap. It's, it's, it's something that Robert Kiyosaki, the author of Rich Dad Poor Dad, he calls it the rat race. We fall under this rat race trap where we feel like by a certain age, we have to be in a, at least have our own place and stuff like that. And if we don't do that, then we're getting looked at as a failure and, and forget about the amount of money I'm wasting every month. I just want to put on this facade. I want to put on this facade and make it so it looks like I have it all together. Those are the things that really hold a person back in business. And, and again, I'll give you a few more examples. I can remember now the, the reason, one of the, one of the things that gives me the ability to live out of a car is the fact that I have an aunt in Miami that, would let me, has a room for me and she'd let me stay there for free, but I choose, it's, it's by choice, trust me, it's by choice, all right? I choose not to take advantage of her like that. That's just not the guy, that's not the way I was raised. I appreciate her, you know, opening up her home to me and all that kind of stuff. But the way I was raised was to not take advantage of people who do these kinds of things, do these kinds of favors. So you never overstay your welcome. That's the way I was raised. That's the way my mother and my father raised me. I remember actually first getting to South Florida and then making like making a point. They're offering the home. They're offering the place for free and stuff like that. And I would never take it because I have a goal and I have I have things that I wanted to do with my life. I want to do in my life that I want to get established. I have that goal in my head. Right. But anyway, I still use her address. I use my aunt's address 
for my work and you know i work in west palm beach so the drive is like a whole hour and a half drive from west palm beach to miami and i remember not too long ago well it, it'll be quite a quite a bit quite a while ago when this episode comes out but i remember the the manager the the director of the center i remember her asking me man you drive all the way from here to miami stuff like that and i remember telling her you know well during the week i just simply sleep out of my car so i don't drive all the way from Miami and I shower at the gym and stuff like that and I, I can remember actually being hesitant to tell her that because this isn't something I reveal to women or every single woman that I meet stuff like that and, and you know what she did you know what she did she told me she goes oh okay well my husband has done the same thing because her husband is living in South Carolina while she's in Florida and she again made me made me realize you know I need to stop hiding this. I, I need to be that person to put this out on front street because there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. I get that there's going to be that group of people in this world that look at you as a, as a failure when you know in your heart you're not a failure. There's people who do it. There, there's others who have done the same thing. You're not the only one to have been forced to do that in life, right? And I tell you all that because you never know if you don't put it out there. In fact, there was another girl, there was another girl that I told, and I, for those of you who don't know, I work with all women, that, all the majority, all women. I'm the only guy in my place of employment. <laughs> and I remember telling someone else who lived in West Palm Beach, you know, I don't necessarily even have a place in Palm Beach. I just want to be in the area in Miami is the address I use and stuff like that. Basically running her through the whole, my whole living situation and then how difficult it has been in South Florida. Yet, yet has been a blessing because of how much money I get to save on the back end. But anyway, I remember telling her the same thing and she too had the same reaction. Like, Look, I definitely understand you right now. She's raising her daughter in her husband's or her husband's parents' house and they have no... They, they they happen to work two different jobs to save up for a house and all this kind of stuff. Just, just craziness, just a crazy, crazy living situation. And again, I, I felt that sense of, you know what, this needs to be on front street. You need to start telling people you're doing this more often, right? And then it came to a couple of weeks ago where I met an actual potential suitor, someone who I looked at and I immediately, like from the moment I saw her, I said, you know, this is someone I could see myself actually being with. This is my ideal woman. She's 25 and she was 23. And, you know, she was really honest. She had gone through some very, very difficult times in her life. And she was very open and honest with me. So I told her that, hey, I'm, I'm at the moment I'm currently living out of a car, saving up to buy a house and all that stuff. And she looked at me in a completely different way. She looked at me and said, I was, it was irresponsible of me to take a job that didn't pay enough to get rent and all that kind of stuff. And, and that was, that was the, the reaction that I was always afraid of someone having because I knew because I, I know the way they're thinking. And the, the, the re I say all that to tell you, the, the reason I'm telling you all this now, the reason I'm revealing all of this to you now is because, again, again, I'm here with you. I'm here with you, you know, as, as a person that has gone through a whole lot of shit, has lived through it entirely, a lot of shit, all right? 
the Move Swiftly brand, the Move Swiftly podcast, everything I put out there, every single video I put out there, all of it, it's to build trust. It's to build trust amongst you as a regular listener, amongst you as a regular listener and whatever it is you're going through, all right? Whatever it is you're going through, I want you to plug on this show. I want you to put, I want you to press play on this show and feel a zero judgment free zone. Every guest I've had on, every solo episode, all of it, it's judgment free. Whatever it is you need to do to establish yourself on that level of success that you see yourself going, you just fucking do it. You just do it. Do whatever it is you have to do. Whatever it is you have to do. And do not let anyone discourage you. All right. If you are a listener to this show, if you're a listener to this show, I'm giving you permission to go out and do what you have to do because you're a productive member of society. All right. A productive member. Do not let people's assumptions, do not let what people may or may not say about you, don't let it affect you. The only thing you can do is what you can control. You got to focus on the things that you can control. And whatever that is, whatever makes sense in your mind, just go with it. Let your instincts take over. Let your instincts take over. Say it again. Let your instincts take over. Because if you worry about it and you, you spend all your time worrying about the way someone else, just, just look at my situation as an example. And I'll close you out with this. If I spent my time thinking about trying to go pull out a, another $2,000 a month for rent or making sure my life was set up in a way in which I could show off in a part or show off and pretend this podcast would not exist. It wouldn't exist. This, the books would not exist. Nothing I do now, I would not be able to dive so deep into what it is I'm doing as a business. I would not be able to dive so deep and focus on it so well and do it so well if my mindset was about the way someone else looks at me or my situation. You got to stop giving a shit. You got to stop giving a fuck. You got to stop giving a fuck if you're really ready. And if you're really ready for that kind of growth, uh, I'm telling you right now from the heart, you have got, you have got to really let go of the opinions of others. It just doesn't matter. When you reveal it, when you say these things, when you put it all out there, it, it's just, it, it's almost like you're throwing a seed into a, uh, a great deal of rich soil. You're throwing your seed there and it's just going to grow and grow and grow and grow. But don't be afraid to throw your seed. The one guarantee, the one guarantee is that if you do not throw your seed, you will stay stuck in that place you were forever and you will never, ever get out of it. It won't happen for you. That's the one guarantee if you don't throw your seed in the soil. Now, if you throw your seed in the soil, you can grow and you can continue to live with that possibility of it all happening, of everything it is you have in your head, dreaming in your head happening. And I pray for it happens because it happened to me. It happened for me. I'll never forget. I will never forget what I read in Russell Simmons, Russell Simmons book titled Do You 12 Laws of Accessing Power. He said there's absolutely no difference from being homeless and living in a mansion. There's no difference at all. None. Not one. OK, I'll tell you right now. There's not a difference at all. You guys 
please, please take this one from the heart. Reveal whatever it is you need to reveal to establish yourself and do not, do not make an assumption about the way someone's going to react to it. Let go of the assumption that someone's going to react to it in negative, positive. Just let go of the entire thing. And you like on the back end of you revealing whatever it is you need to reveal on the back end of that, it, it will be a life that you always imagine the life that you are deserved. It's the life that you deserve, not the life that Robert Kiyosaki was talking about in terms of staying up with the, keeping up with the Joneses and being in this rat race, constantly just letting the world tell you how you're going to live your life. It's going to be you telling the world how you're going to live your life. You telling people how you decide to live your life versus the world telling you how to live your life. You're going to start telling the world how you are going to live and how you will make it. All right. Fellow teammates continue to move swiftly. We will talk more soon. I wake up every day. First and foremost, I thank God. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people didn't wake up. <laughs> but I did, nigga. <laughs> I told my kids I love them too. Most importantly, I love my motherfucking team, nigga. Turn on your location Ain't no hand name, use that for motivation Shine on them niggas, so what if they hatin'? Can't rush with God, God for you, got to have patience Never said that it would be easy Never give up, no, you can't achieve it If you got kids, then let them be the reason That you go hard for as long as you're breathing I've been working with no days off Plan to the bullshit, baby, I'm rich us Stay down going, I promise this shit, here gon' pay off Hold them, but I might haul them, take the hate off Been up by my paper, I'm a Benny man don't give me the fight, cause I might hit his ass. I had my eye closed, but I was listening. Might get lost on somebody island, kill again. Tell me when no nigga turn ain't back, what you gon' do, though? Sideways talking about the situation, lose y'all. It ain't never about no money, but when you talk. Convert it to a safe, you know it used to be a shoe box. What do that, that boy turn on your location? Ain't no hand, ain't use that for motivation. Shine on them niggas, so what if they hatin'? Can't rush with God, God for you, got to have patience. Never said that it would be easy. Never give up, no, you can't achieve it. If you like kids, then let them be the reason. Let you go hard for as long as you're breathing. Hurry up and give it to them, make them wait long. Shot it hurt my feeling, had to stay strong. Bags under my eye, been up all day long. It's hard to see my pain when I got shades on. Don't call that gun line, boss, stay in a safe zone. I set my call, if I die, I don't need pay phone. Walk in the bank, make a deposit, it won't take long. For no reason, I gave them something that's to the hate on. Face shown everywhere I go because I'm good, nigga. Spot off in the hill, but never go Hollywood, nigga. Ain't worried about no nigga, I brought my gun in it, bitch. Make sure you retire my number when I'm done with this shit. What to do that, that boy turn on your location? Ain't no hand, I use that for motivation. Shine on them niggas, so what if they hatin'? Can't rush with God, God for you, got to have patience. Hey. Never said that it would be easy. Never give up, no, you can't achieve it. If you got kids, then let them be the reason. That you go hard for as long as you're breathing.